season. It ends on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we have a, you know, I think just one more game for each team or maybe two. Two more games, yeah. There's a bunch of teams playing tonight, and I think every team plays on Sunday. So get excited for that because it's coming down to the wire, and these two games are going to be very important. But first, we want to recap what happened over the last couple days. Yesterday, we had uh, some games, some important games, some non-important games, but uh, one of them was the Heat and the Sixers. Yeah, the Sixers are fighting to stay alive, to stay out of the play-in. They're currently one game back of the Brooklyn Nets, so a slim chance right there, but they still have a chance. And they went into Philly and kind of smacked them around. Had a really good game. They held Joel Embiid to 21-2-6, so... Just a really good game by the Heat, kind of showing that they they may have taken the regular season not that seriously, but they're still that good team that made the conference finals last year. Exactly. When I think of a team like that in the the East, like the Warriors, right in the West, they're kind of taking this season, kind of you know they know what they're capable of. I think of the the Heat as well in the East. You know they have proven that they can get to the NBA Finals. Of course, it was the bubble, but. Uh, they're a great team. Jimmy Butler always turns it up in the playoffs, so I'm mm-hmm. excited to see what happens there. You know, maybe they surprise someone. Um, hopefully ho- not, because they're not probably the going to play the Celtics. But, you know, they're they're going to be a hard matchup for sure. Uh, I'm not really scared of the Heat, but, like, I would prefer not to play them just because they're super physical. It would be a long series. It would be a hard series compared to some of the other teams in the plan we could play. So, um, Got to put some respect on the Heat. Don't take them too lightly like the Sixers did, and or you may get smacked. For sure. Then we had uh, the hospital Nuggets. They didn't really have any of their stars. Jokic is out. Murray, M- Michael Porter Jr., and they played the Suns, who, you know, they're undefeated without, uh, with Kevin Durant playing in the lineup. So. 8-0. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. You beat the B team of the Nuggets. So. No, yeah, I think th- this game had a funny storyline because Chris Paul had a good game where he scored 25 points, which is good for Chris Paul Dang, now. Season high. But he didn't have his first assist till the fir- till the fourth quarter. And and everyone was like, oh, Chris Paul, the point god. I'm like, how are you going to be a point god and not have assists for the first three quarters? Like, isn't that the whole point of a point god is assisting your teammates? Yeah, exactly. And he's always in those State Farm uh, commercials. You'd- Get that assist yeah. with uh, Jake from State Farm, but I uh, didn't really see that last night. We saw him uh, shooting a lot of, a lot of the the ball, and he he made him, but he didn't make him. So congrats to Chris Paul for having a good game to beat Bruce Brown and the, the Nuggets. Gotta give respect to known Celtics killer Bruce Brown. I was so happy to see him leave Brooklyn because, man, he always hit the shots against the Celtics. He dropped thirty one, six and four last night. Kind of crazy, career high for him. Wow. Yeah, I thought that was a great pickup when they got Bruce Brown from the Nets. And, you know, he's proven to, to fit in well. Same with uh, po- Caldwell Pope. Mm-hmm. Those two pickups were great for the Nuggets. Yeah, and their rookie, uh, Christian Braun, also had 15-4, and 15-4-3. So another solid game from him. I think this game just shows how well the Nuggets' depth is. They built a really good roster around Jokic and Jamal Murray and MPJ. And they I think they're going to be a threat in the playoffs. So it's, it should be a fun game team to watch. Speaking of the Suns, the remaining schedule, they play the Lakers and then the Clippers. So two big games. They're going to be on the road for the, both of those, but they don't have to travel in between Lakers and Clippers. But mm-hmm. Still, those two games, those are going to be important for the other teams. So we'll see. I think that will be more competition for the Suns Yeah, to kind of gauge where they're at. 
Yeah, and that matchup with the Lakers tonight is a huge one because we have a possibility of seeing LeBron versus KD for the first time since Christmas 2018. It's been nearly five years, about four that and a half. Wild. But it's insane to think about. We went from having them in the finals like every year, bang, bang, bang. It was the matchup we all look forward to. And then they haven't played each other in five years. So I'm excited. If you're not doing anything tonight on a Friday night, you should definitely tune in and watch some KD and LeBron action. Hopefully they don't rest their guys. Both teams have something to play for. So hopefully they play. I see them resting. So we'll see. It should be a great game. Yeah. Speaking of LeBron and the Lakers, they lost the other day to they the lose? Clippers. The Clippers. What is it? Nine in a row or something like that? And Eleven in a row. Eleven. Oh, yeah. I was undershooting them. Yeah. Tyron Lue, I don't think he's ever lost to the Lakers while coaching the Clippers. Dang. Fun that fact. Is, that is impressive. So who's the real uh, king of L.A.? Is Tyron Lue. Clippers? Clippers? <laughs> <laughs> L.A.'s team is the Clippers now, and – uh, LeBron has been complaining, like he seems to often do, yeah. about you know when things don't really go his way, he starts to complain a little bit. In his defense, they were on a back-to-back, and it was a road back-to-back. They were in Utah the night before, and they had to go to overtime because they kind of choked to Kelly Olynyk, which is kind of your fault. You shouldn't really choke to Kelly Olynyk. Um, they should never gone to overtime. Goat. He's something. He looks like a goat. Um, he does, but. Uh, then you got the, the – it's the road back-to-back, but it's not really because you're flying home. You're flying back to L.A. You're sleeping in your own bed. You get to see your kids. And it's like to complain about a road back-to-back and like, oh, it's such a hard scheduling conflict. It's like I'm not going to give you any pity. Like if you were going from Utah to Portland or something like that, something like actual distance, you have to find a hotel, maybe hard. Like, yeah, I'll give that to you. Like that's a hard back-to-back. But like you just went home, slept in your own bed. Like, come on, man. Exactly, and and you knew the schedule before. Like, give me a break. Yeah, and this is the game that you should take it most seriously because this is the Westbrook game, the Westbrook return game. And guess what? Westbrook got the last laugh. All this roasting and throwing Westbrook under the bus all the last two seasons, he just came into your house, quote unquote, your house, and beat you. So you like you're gonna let that happen? No. Come on, LeBron. Their, their, uh, their game plan was to let Russ shoot, and that's usually a he good— shot, He shot, what, 50% for three? Usually a good game plan, but, you know, when what, Russ has the chip on his shoulder, he mm-hmm. he tends to, you know, show out. Hey, Clippers-Russ has been fun to watch. I've enjoyed watching Clippers-Russ. I, I have too, and I think the Clippers, if they have all their pieces healthy, I don't think they're a championship team, and I don't know if they're— you know, Western Conference Finals, but I could see them getting out the first round, maybe, maybe the second. I think they, I think they are. I think they're. I don't think they can win the championship just based off Paul George injury, but I think Kawhi Leonard's returned to form, and I, when he's playing his best, I think he's the best player in basketball. I think he proved that in 2019 with the Raptors. When he's healthy, no one can really match up with him. That's true. And to see him healthy and playing really well it gives me that thought, like. Yeah, if they get the right matchups, and maybe someone else can knock off the Warriors for them, and they can kind of avoid them and get the right matchups as they go throughout the playoffs, I could see them making the finals. Yeah. Now, do I think they could beat the Bucks or the Celtics? No. I don't think they're good enough for that. I think the Celtics and Bucks have a deeper team. But I think they're a good team. I think they have a shot to make out the West if they get the, the right path to the finals. Yeah. I think we'll be surprised with the West this season. 
and how yeah. it shapes out because there's a lot of great teams yeah that you know record wise they haven't really shown it but they're just trying mm-hmm. to make the playoffs and then go from there and you have teams clippers warriors even the lakers they're a little scary when they're healthy too and Suns with kd now there's just a lot of scary teams yeah there's a lot of the diversity and a lot of different outcomes that can happen in the west and one of our favorite go- on going trends is the chuck's guarantees and Chuck has usually some wild uh, predictions. Last night on NBA on TNT, he shared some of them with us. He actually got super excited about them. He shared them in the Eastern Conference segment. Uh, and there, uh, Kenny was like, bro, you got to wait for the West. Like, come on, man. Um, so his his two big predictions, we'll go one by one. His first prediction was that the Kings would win a series. He specifically said if they played the Lakers or the uh, Warriors in the first round, he think that they the Kings would win. See, that's where I take the opposite side. If you if you aren't a follower of Chuck or have heard of Chuck's takes, usually when he says something, you bet against him. I and think it took, you, what, you three years to get good. right? Yeah. So last year he was talking and he's like, the Warriors are the lose to the Mavericks. It's like, no, okay. And then he said, he said something about his pick was the Celtics, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's Corey, that, lost. Was your, that was your death sentence. <laughs> yeah, right it was. So you just don't want to be picked by Chuck. So I'm sorry, Kings fans. Sorry, like, Kings. Yeah, good season. Yeah, the Throw up the banner, the, the beam team. You just might as well not even play because Chuck picked you. So Sorry. But um, I, I think, honestly, if they play the Lakers, maybe they have a shot just because the Kings offense is so good. And the Lakers' offense isn't that good. The Lakers are really good defense, but I think the Kings' offense is a little better than the Lakers' defense. But I don't think they have a shot to beat the Warriors, so I'll be honest. Yeah, I don't think so either, especially because our struggles on the road have been you know, detrimental. But these games aren't going to be really road games. No. They're only two hours yeah. max apart. So there's going to be two hours. San Francisco is going to travel. There's going to be a ton of fans for both teams. And it's I I want that series honestly. It should be it would be so perfect for that series to happen. And yeah, if they play the Lakers, I could see them winning for sure. The Kings, but I mean, not the Warriors. from an outside perspective, yeah, it'd be a fun series. But I think I prefer a Suns Warriors series first round. I know you don't want it because that'd be a harder series. But Katie versus Steph first round would be a show. That would be a lot of fun to watch from an Eastern Conference fan. That's true. Uh, definitely <laughs> definitely the harder road. Yeah, but I, I can understand where you're coming from. I would want the Kings to. Yeah, so hopefully we can make that happen, Steve Kerr. Let's do some Some, some finagling. Kind of, you know, if we win tonight, then maybe we fumble the, the bag against uh, Portland yeah, and hopefully maybe. they beat us. Because yeah. we're one, we're one uh, lot loss ahead of the Lakers. Yeah, the tiebreaker. And we're tied. And they ha- I think they have the tiebreaker. So. Pricey. And Portland, they're in the race to the bottom for, they could end up with like the fifth best odds or like the eighth best odds. So, Portland might not try and win it too. So, if the Lakers lose tonight, then they would be two back in the loss column. And if the Warriors won, right? Mm-hmm. Then we would be in the sixth seed for yeah. sure. But, then we have to worry about the Clippers. The Clippers need to win as well because the Clippers own the tiebreaker with us. 
And but if we have a better record than them, then we have the fifth seed and they have the sixth seed. Yeah, there's a ton of outcomes. You would think with two games left, it would be clear, but it's not. It's not. So it's who knows? Come down to Sunday night. So yeah, um, we want to talk about. Oh, but we can't go over his other prediction. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. He the said that Nuggets. the Nuggets. You know, at first, he said the Nuggets would make the finals, but then he walked it back and he said the conference finals. So, do you think it's a realistic Chuck take? Uh, see, I I could say any of these teams could make the conference finals, so I don't think it's that you know bad of a take or a hot take take, but you know, I don't know. I, I mean, think because honestly, they could play the Thunder in the first round. They could be the Mavericks in the first round. They could be the Lakers in the first round. Like if they get the right team, easy first round sweep. Yeah, the Nuggets have a really good team. They've been resting their guys. They kind of just chilled out the last fifteen games because they knew they're going to be number one seed. And then going in the second round, they have to play probably the winner of the four or five, so Suns versus someone else. So that's going to be a hard matchup. But then you get into the conference finals, I I think it's realistic. Yeah. I think the Nuggets can do it. So I don't think it's that crazy of a chuck take. But like we said, you don't want to be on that side of the chuck take. So yeah, sorry, I, Nuggets fans. I'm worried for them now. Yeah. I was confident, but now I don't know. Yeah. You so. could have uh, – the Suns in there. I guess we're getting Warrior Suns Conference Finals, yeah, um, because Nuggets aren't going to make it now thanks to Chuck. Rip. Yeah. Well, sorry, I I got ahead of myself, but now I think it's time we're going to talk about the the in season NBA tournament that the CBA. Yeah, the CBA. Agreed uh, they agreed on it last week. We kind of mentioned in the pod last time, but kind of skimmed over it because we wanted to talk about the Jazz more. Um, but I think it's a big enough topic that we want to kind of de- delve deeper into it. Um, so what's going to happen with it is it's going to be November and December or November or December. They're going to have a little tournament where I think it's going to be one elimination se- series and the winning team gets 500K per player uh, for the, the team. So like it's going to be a fun little break from not like a break from regular season game, but add a little more uh, emphasis to it, add a little more competitiveness in the middle of the season where it's like, the hype of the beginning of the season died down, and they're kind of in, like, the dog days. You yeah, feel? and we talk about how boring the regular season is, and mm-hmm. they're just games to be played. Yeah. And it's fun to go you go see the games, like, in person. But, you know, sometimes during the regular season, it's just whatever. So yeah. I think this definitely adds more of a excitement for the fans and for the players around the league. Just I think it'll it'll be good. I like the idea of the play-in tournament. I thought that was amazing. Yeah. Uh, totally changed the last two weeks. Even now it's like feels like a month of the the regular season. Yeah. It gives everyone a – they think they have a shot. Exactly. And some people will say like, well, I don't – you know, I don't think we should reward teams that are, you know, not as good with a chance to win the NBA Finals, like if their record's below 500. And sometimes you see that in the – play in tournament yeah but like in all due respect they're not gonna win anyway like yeah exactly <laughs> like this isn't the nfl where you, or the march madness where it's one game elimination like if they make it in the playoffs they gotta win four out of seven exactly like that's not an easy thing to do so like if you worry about them like complain like oh they're below 500 we don't want to win the finals then beat them like exactly. do it <laughs> just win like they're not a good team they're in a play in for a reason like yeah and They're the NBA good. has always been structured that way in the playoffs. Yeah. So usually it's not an upset unicorn team that wins. Like yeah. you that's why the like 
of course, me being a Warriors fans, that's why the We Believe team was insane because they, you know, are like an A seed. Yeah, they beat the Mavs. They, they beat the Mavs. So, like, that happens once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. Usually, the best team wins. So Yeah, and it's usually not really close. Um, but to play devil's advocate on an in-season tournament, I know a lot of people are kind of complaining like, oh, well, if they don't care about the regular season, why do they care about the in-season tournament? We're in the ring culture. All we care about is winning a championship. Like, and I think Mark Cuban has been on the record saying if there's an in-season tournament, his guys just won't play. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair, but it's kind of just lame. Like, uh, I can understand that you'll want guys getting hurt. Maybe they, uh, some other teams take it too seriously, but – I think if everyone goes in with the right mindset, like, hey, just treat it like a regular season game, but it adds a little competition. Like, you can win. It gives fans something to cheer for. Like, I know if, let's say, Portland won the in-season tournament because that's usually peak day months. Like, Portland would have a parade in that city for an uh, in-season tournament win. Like, they would have something to cheer for rather than, ah, we're not going to win the finals. Like, what's the point? Exactly. Like, just be kind of sad. Like, don't think about it as perspective, like, oh, it's going to hinder my chance of winning the finals. It's not going to. You're playing the same amount of games. You're doing all these same things. But, like, it just gives fans of teams who aren't going to compete for the finals a chance to enjoy them, watch them. Like, basketball, it means a little more. It's just a different way of framing it, right? Yeah. Just to, you know, make it more exciting. And I Mm -hmm. think it gives a lot more excitement to the crappy teams, the small market teams that tank, which is annoying, but they tank and they do that. It just gives them more excitement for them, too. Yeah, it will be interesting to see how they do the schedule, like draw it up, because if the team gets eliminated first round, like are they just going to play less games? Are the teams that go further going to play more than 82 games? Like, yeah. how is it going to work? Are you gonna, How are you going to release the schedule? Are you going to – because you don't know, maybe the Timberwolves and the Knicks match up in the finals. Like, may, then you have to clear out a Timberwolves-Knicks matchup later I, in the year. I bet if you uh, – I bet if they're going to do that, they take the teams that lose and they just play each other for games. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that would make sense. Like, they can still play even they lose. Um, And it just counts towards your 82 games. Like, how do you drop a schedule then? Like, how do you drop a schedule where fans can buy tickets in advance for? Like, I know when the schedule drops, the first thing I look for is when the Celtics come to Utah. Mm -hmm. Because this game... I can reasonably go to because I live in Utah. And so if there's like, oh, well, maybe the Celtics and Jazz match up in the tournament. So we're not going to pencil in a Celtics in, in Utah game yet. Like, how am I going to know when to buy my tickets for? Yeah, like, that's, that's the, true. That, that's the thing I'm curious about. I'm all for the in-season tournament. I just want to know more details to kind of yeah. get the whole story before I get, like, truly all in or not. And it's going to be next season, right? Or is it? Yeah, that's what they say is. It's possibility okay. coming even next season. There we go. Well, that's that's gonna be crazy. I I like it. I always am open to change and yeah. see how things work out. So we'll see. Yeah, like you said, the plane was such a success. So yeah. I trust Adam Silver. I know a lot of people like to dog on him, but between the bubble and between the plan and all the other changes, and I I think he's done a great job. Yeah, I have no reason to go against him. Yeah, I think that it'll work out. So those are kind of our thoughts on the in-season tournament, and I guess we kind of talked about the plan yeah. already. You have any more thoughts on the plan? No, I think it's amazing. Uh, I'm excited yeah. for next week. It's gonna be uh, for those of you guys don't know, it's gonna be Tuesday through Friday. Um, the seven eight seeds are gonna play Tuesday, then the nine ten seeds are gonna play 
uh, Wednesday and then break Thursday, and then the loser versus the winner are going to play Friday. Yeah. So it's just fun time to watch. It gives the teams who won and got home court advantage already and the top six seed like, a week off as well. So yeah, it, it, it's a win-win for everyone, I think. Yeah, I like that, and it's always fun, just one game. It just yeah. adds so much more excitement. And they never know. Maybe Paul George gets COVID again, and, and the Clippers get upset by the Pelicans. And think about it. Paul George never got COVID. We what if would Zion never, shows up? Zion, probably not, but maybe. You never but know. Like, we would have missed out on the Pelican Sun series, which was so much fun last year. Like That was one of my top five playoff series that would have been thrown off. It was just Clippers. Yeah. Like, so I, I think the play is amazing. Yeah, I agree. I love it. So those are our thoughts on the play-in and the in-season tournament. This is our last episode of the regular season. Mm-hmm. So it's been fun. We kind of started this towards the middle of the NBA season. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's been great. We want to share our favorite memory of the, the NBA season. So I guess I'll let you go first because I need to think a little bit more. But Yeah, I think I'm thinking back. Like I've watched a lot of games. I think the game that got me the most excited were both the Celtics-Lakers games. They were both such good games. Uh, I know that's like the biggest rivalry in the NBA. It's a historic rivalry and things like that. But it's just so much fun to watch. LeBron and Tatum really went at it. Both of them went to overtime. LeBron, uh, Jason Tatum hit a game-tying fadeaway shot on one of them. You got the iconic uh, referee sleepless nights moment from it. Patrick Beverly holding up the camera to the ref. Like, so many iconic moments. You got Patrick Beverly put back dunk. Like, you never see that. And so, it's just, I love watching those rivalry games. And this year, gave us two amazing games. The Celtics won both of them, which is even better. Um, But it's just so much fun to watch. Uh, I'm glad that the Lakers are relevant as much as I hate the Lakers. Um, But it's fun to win the relevant because they give us good games. So when I look back at the season, that's the first thing that kind of jumped out to me was how much fun I had watching those games. I was on the edge of my seat. I was jumping up and down. It was it was a great game. Yeah, I I love those games too, especially the yeah. the Pat Bev with the camera. That's a classic meme now. Oh, it was amazing. But I would say mine is just Christmas Day. I didn't really like the morning games. They're kind of Whoa, 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 whoa! They were, they were kind of, you know, I, I wasn't at the forefront because oh, because the a, Bucks got smacked. Not it. Yeah, I'm coming at you, Jacob. Guy, but uh, the Warriors <laughs> and Grizzlies won. I was going into that saying, "Oh, we're gonna lose. We don't have uh, our full power." Uh, I think Steph was out. Steph and Wiggins was out, and we had Clay and Draymond and Poole, and we just took it to them, and it was hilarious. Clay did the. Like teabagging, uh, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and uh, just iconic. And then just to end it off that night, you had that Suns game, or what was it? Yeah, Suns and uh, Suns and Nuggets, Nuggets game yeah. that went into overtime, and Aaron Gordon freaking launched off that dunk was dunk crazy. of the year. Yeah. My opinion still stands, but yeah, I think it's between him and the Donovan Mitchell and Utah Watanabe. True, so. I think NBA Christmas Day this year was insane, and I oh, love yeah. it. It was amazing just having it on in the background while I celebrated my family. Um, such a great time. So I agree. But we also want to talk about, because we're obviously biased, like Celtics-Warriors yeah. fans. Like, what was one moment, like, besides the Celtic Warriors for you, Celtics for me, that was your favorite? I would say 
since we've had a lot of like 70 point games and all of that mm-hmm. i'd say the donovan mitchell one um watching that was just insane like every shot you put up it was like oh it's going in oh it's going mm-hmm. in it's like like you know it's gonna happen those it, are special performances those are and i've been like i'm not saying that i'm donovan mitchell but i've played where <laughs> it's just like you have that like every shot oh, yeah, you throw it's the up, best it's feeling in the world and yeah it's the best feeling it's so nice so you just throw it up and you know it's going in yeah i remember that was the same day as the Bengals uh bills game when demar hamlin went down and so the sports world was kind of just in shock we're like oh man what did we just watch and so for Donovan Mitchell to kind of put on that show and kind of give him an outlet to say, like, oh, look, like, we can t- kind of take our minds off this tragedy. And while we still, like, praying for DeMar Hamlin, we can kind of en- enjoy this bright spot, Donovan Mitchell scoring 71. Yeah. So that, that was definitely a, a really special game outside of just the context of the NBA and outside of things like that as well. Yeah. So I really love that. I think for me, my favorite non-Celtics moment was probably – I think I have to give it to Clippers-Kings, the one that went to double overtime, and they dropped, like, 170 each. Like, that was a fun game. Like, you had it was one of Russell Westbrook's first games in a Clipper uniform. He went back and forth, back and forth, and the next thing you know, like, the Kings, they were rallied back, and then the Clippers rallied back, and it was just uh, so much fun, so much scoring. Uh, Darren Fox was clutch. The bonus was clutch. Um, it was just a really fun game to watch. So I think that was a game that stuck out to me the most. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. So lots of lots of great memories this season. I thought it was one of the better regular seasons we've had. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a clear, you know, number one team. Yeah, there's like, a lot of parody this year. A lot of parody and a lot of great games. So um, congrats to all the teams yeah. for making a great it, year. It's wild. It feels like just yesterday I was uh, running home from a kickball game to watch. Uh, Celtics Sixers opening day, and we're already at the end of the regular season, which is wild. Um, but I'm excited for playoffs because obviously playoffs is what matters. June is what matters, as our show says. Um, but I'm excited. It's been I really enjoyed this year. That's true, and hopefully we'll get to see the Warriors wear those white polos again. The those chef start, uniforms start of the regular season next year. Heck no, bro! It's our time this year. That was that was something I will say, but. Uh, that's going to do it for kind of a, what we're talking about th- today. But we want to go into our bets because this is uh, one of the last games. Uh, and we have uh, a lot of them. A yeah. few of them, yeah. There's a good amount of games. I won the last bet, so I'm up to 10 wins right now. I hit double digits. Feels good. Um, had some clutch dubs in the last game. Came down to the wire, though. Uh, but the score is 7-10 to 10 with four ties right now. Um, so I get the first pick here. Uh, we're going to go Heat at Wizards. The Heat are six and a half point favorites. Um, now, I did see on my watch there that the Jimmy Butler and the gang are probably not going to suit up. So it seems like the Heat are kind of starting to throw the game a little bit. Um, but the Wizards are also trying to tank for a better draft pick. Now, six and a half True. points is a lot of points for a team that's not playing the Stars. But I still think the Heat get the win. I think they realize they can rest their guys here. And still get the dub over the Wizards. Yeah, that's a good pick. I think that they still got it. Next, we have the Pistons at the Pacers. And the Pacers are only favored six and a half. I don't know if they're resting their guys or what's up with they that. They are, yeah. Tyrese Halliburton, Chris Durte, 
Kendall Brown, TJ McConnell. Because they've they're made out. The Miles Turner. Have they made the plan? No, they're out. They're out. Yeah. Uh, everyone that's – the only question mark the East left is Heat uh, and Nets get switch. Okay. Everyone else is kind of locked in. So, I don't know. Do we have – I'll, I'll take the Pistons. Let's go. Wow. Leave me at the Pacers. Why not? I mean, it's one of those toss-up games. You never know. The Pistons have already locked in the worst record in the NBA, so, you know, maybe they try and win one for the fans. Maybe Wiseman goes off. Yeah. In division rival, too. You know, never know. That's true. Um, but then we got another tankathon matchup. Rockets at Hornets. Um, the Hornets literally have, like, six guys in the roster, it feels like, right now. Um, the Rockets, the report was they were going to let their coach walk this offseason. So it seems like they're re- getting ready to sweep it under the rug and pretend this year never happened um, and enter the James Harden sweepstakes this summer. Um, but, I mean, I just don't really know. Like, it's a hard game to think about. Four points is a lot. I think we're going to go I think we're gonna go to the Hornets. I don't know why. My gut's telling me Hornets. There you go. Maybe MJ's playing. <laughs> Playing to sell the team, there is. Yeah. Uh, next, we have Raptors at Celtics, and the Celtics are favored just one point. So, I'm gonna give the the Celtics to you, Corey. Ooh. Let you take it. They are resting a bunch of guys, so that's a good call. But it is in TD Garden, so you never know. Um, then we got the Sixers at Hawks. Um, I don't think the Sixers have said who they're resting yet or not, but. Locked in the three seats. I'd imagine they're resting a lot. That's why they're ten and a half point f- underdogs against the Hawks. Hawks, I think they're maybe competing for a spot in the play-in versus like trying to stay out of that nine ten game. Um, but I, I honestly think the Sixers match them. I think the Sixers keep it close within ten. So I'll give you the Hawks. Okay, okay. It's a big big spread either way. Yeah. Uh, another big spread. We have the Magic at the Nets. The Nets are favored at eleven. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're Nets. They're like six seed still in the East. Uh, yeah, they're six seed right now. So. So they gotta win. I think if they win, they clinch the six seed. They win. Let's do it. Let's bet the Nets. I don't All know right. the Magic. They're not gonna really try to win. They're trying at the bottom, but I don't know how l- much lower they can go. Yeah, it seems like the. Palabank, Kiro's out, Wendell Carter's out, Fultz is out. It seems like the Magic don't really care about this game. So, I I like that pick. You went to the Nets. Let's go Nets in their trash uniform but next year. That's true. We didn't talk about that. The Nets released their City Edition jerseys. Garbage. Looks like, I don't even know what it looks like. It we can talk about them like until the next charms episode. or some yeah. cereal. But, I'm glad I take the Magic. As I said, never bet against the Magic. They always burn me, so I'm fine with that. There you go. Now, the Grizzlies. At the Bucks, the Bucks have obviously locked up the first seed, um, so it's kind of surprising to see that the Grizzlies are minus eight point favorites against the Bucks. But the Bucks are resting everyone, so it's not really that surprising. Um, I'm gonna take the Grizzlies. I'm gonna have some fun. Okay, okay. Then we have Knicks at the Pelicans. Pelicans are eight favorites, and they need to win. So you know, let's take them. Let's take the Pelicans at home. I think they win. I don't know. The Knicks probably resting people. So the East is a lot more set than the West. Yeah, there's not much to change in the East. Um, They're all just kind of chilling now, but the West is wild. Um, Yeah, it looks like the Knicks are resting everyone. Jalen Brunson's out. Julius Randle's out. R.J. Barrett's questionable. Unless Josh Hart steals the show, you know. Um, But then we got the Bulls at the Mavs. 
and the Mavs are 11 point favorites. And the Mavs need to win this game. I'm taking Luka. I'm taking Kyrie. I'm taking the Mavs and the points. I think they blow them out. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the Mavs really step it up here. I could say almost I, I saw the script, and the Mavs want to make the, the play in. The NBA wants the Mavs well, to make the play in. I know. I, after watching that Hawks game the other day, yes, sir. the NBA did everything they could, and they still didn't <laughs> get them in. But yeah. now they have to hope the Thunder lose. Thunder, yeah. uh, who do they play? Let's see. Thunder won the other day, so not good for the Mavericks, but the Thunder play the Grizzlies Ooh. on Sunday. And that is interesting because the Grizzlies might not even care. It's true. We'll see. But these next two games tonight are the biggest games of the night. So choose wisely. Let's go. We have the Warriors at the Kings. Nine and a half favorites for the Warriors. Last time I picked them, they were eight against the, the Thunder. And it wasn't looking so hot. But then in the fourth quarter, Jordan Poole started cooking. Chef Curry was cooking. So I'm going to take the Warriors again. I think that they shocker. They blow them out. And I think they're going to go in. Come on, beam team. The beam team and just show them what beam we got, too. <laughs> the beams on our rings. Oh, okay. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with We're that. We're not going to talk about like Chuck last night. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but in my opinion, the game of the night, like we talked about, is the Suns at Lakers. The Lakers are nine and a half point favorites at home in the Staples Center. Um, the Suns, I they I don't think they've released their injury report. Um, so I don't know who's going to play for the Suns. But the LeBron, AD, and D'Lo are all questionable right now for the Lakers. So I don't know why the Lakers would start resting their guys. It seems like they kind of need to play their guys right now. So, um it's a hard one for sure. That's a lot of points. I think I'm going to have to take the Suns. Nine and a half points is too much. I'm going to give you the Lakers. Okay, okay. We'll see what happens there. But lots of games, lots of interesting games, some that don't really matter at all. <laughs> but yep. to end the end of the day, there's going to be some good games. It's kind of a tender moment in the end of regular season. Like, uh we're closing another door, but we're opening the playoffs, and I'm really excited for the playoffs. It'll be really fun. I'm excited to cover it here on the podcast. So uh, if you want your playoff updates and news and opinions, come on to over to Four Wins in June. What we got for you. For sure. We hope you have a great weekend, too. The Masters are, are playing. So if you like golf, like that. But look forward to Sunday with the, when we end the regular season. But that's going to do it today with Four Wins in June. We'll see you in the playoffs.